Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. Nothing like uh, going to a business meeting and then deciding that we're just going to do business. Went to a business meeting and decided we're going to do business. Uh, Brandon's already had two. Drink two hey. big things of water. Two big waters. They and, were great. And now he's getting ready for his third. Nice. <laughs> so we were looking at this and we're like, oh, we don't have a whole lot to... Talk about oh okay I guess I guess we kind of do a lot's happened in the last twenty four hours twenty four hours um, wait when did we record last Sunday today's Thursday so not normal day for us no this is not no God no this is not normal well welcome to Hockey Town West podcast I'm one of your hosts Brandon and this is Nick at night <laughs> I like it because it's. 10 30 at night and we're recording this this is crazy but yeah so since we recorded last there's been one major griffin's coaching announcement yeah there's been chaotic player movement oh yeah and we are terrible at our jobs and forgot to recognize a few players from the flint firebirds that were drafted to the nhl so let's yeah. just jump into this do you want to talk about the draft first yeah, let's do that because that's yeah. where we did. That's where we. That's where we kind of left off. That's where we left off. So, we mentioned it in the last episode that the Flint Firebirds got some recognition, as they should. Um, from when I was watching the draft, um, broadcast was talking about, you know, the program that Flint has built there. How you know they had issues in the beginning, but they've really they've really built something that the NHL is recognizing as a great system for young prospects to come through and sure enough i mean as red wings fans we know we have amadeus lombardi who you know franchise record for flint for points last season um they made a nice little playoff run they've been fun to watch we talked about them a lot due to lombardi being there unfortunately we don't have any wings prospects yet there this season so we probably won't get to talk about them too much unless we venture down to flint for a game which we definitely will this year but they had, what, four players get drafted, sir? Yeah, this is a franchise record. Four players were selected in the NHL draft. Uh, you had Tristan Bertucci. Bertucci. Bertucci, Colson Petrie, Nathan Day, and Ethan Hay. So it was, and I mean, I had my eye on Tristan Bertucci. I thought he was going to get drafted for sure. I was hoping Detroit would take him. I can't remember if it was shortly after Detroit's pick or shortly before Detroit's pick in that round. He, got, he was shortly after. Yeah, he was second round, 61st overall, so he was the first Flint player to be taken. Yes, uh, as he should. Yeah, and then Colson Petrie was selected four picks later. So Dallas picked up Bertuki with the 61st pick, and the 
Colson Petrie got selected by Anaheim. Our, yeah, Anaheim. Pat Verbeek picked him up. Yeah. Uh, which he plays a center position. Where did Day end up? Day ended up at, he ended up with our other good buddy, Ken Holland. Oh, Edmonton picked up he, Day? Yeah. He, he might start him. there this year. <laughs> I hope not. No. Like, let's give him some time. <laughs> no, that's good for him. So that's interesting how that'll work out in the system because he's not back in Flint. He's done in Flint, right? Yeah. He's, so I think all these players will be back in Flint next year. You think they'll be back in Flint next year? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I was going to say, it'd be interesting if he ends up in Bakersfield uh, with Edmonton's AHL team. They, I mean, they might get moved. Like, we talked about the last episode, is like moving players around based right. off of being closer to home, like closer to their NHL team. So well, if he ended up in Bakersfield, he'd be with uh, Calvin Pickard. Oh, that'd be a good role model. That'd be a great role model for him. So, and then the no. last one, Ethan yeah. Hay. Yeah. That's where he went. Uh, uh, was it Winnipeg? No, it's no. another Detroit connection. Is it? Who? Tampa Bay. <laughs> Went to Tampa Bay? <laughs> Good for him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's crazy to see these connections throughout the league. I think Steve may have had his eye on some of these players and or talked them up based off of, you know, being able to see them. So, I had hoped we gone the route of Bertucci. Like, I think that would have been a nice fit on the team. I really liked his play style when we went to see him play a couple times. Um, and being able to watch some of those games. The guy's got that dog in him. He's he's, he's huge, too, and he just went off this year. Like, he wasn't yeah. typically – like, he last year – the year prior, he didn't do that well, and then he just really grew into his body and grew into the game, and so he, he really turned it on. Yeah, I had my eye on him a couple months ago, so I was hoping Detroit may – based off all the defensemen that they took, I thought maybe they would take him, and he's a big defenseman, too, so – It would have been a fun pick for us. I think we really would have enjoyed that just based off the Flint connection. For sure. Um, and then Tampa with Hay, I mean, they've got a guy who's – just an electric factory. Like the guy brought the energy. I remember with the playoff game we went and watched. That dude was like, like getting everybody pumped. You like that? Yeah, the electric feel with the, going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, wasn't that was even good. on purpose. Yeah. I promise. I I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he's a player that's he he just seems like the locker room guy. He seems like the guy that's there to have a good time, get the boys going, and then get the crowd going too. So, um, and day, I mean. There was a lot of goalie drama with Flint. Yeah, uh, between the two goaltenders, I don't remember the name of the other goaltender because I've never seen him play. Because he did not play a single playoff game, to my knowledge. <laughs> he didn't, and I I apologize, I forgot his name too. Uh, but there was a lot of drama there, and Day stepped into a role that people didn't think Day would have to step into. I think they thought the other guy was going to be the go-to, and Day. He's got a lot to learn still, but he there is incredible potential in him. Um, with some of the saves we watched him make in the Saginaw series in the playoffs, like the guy can, the guy can goaltend. He he was the only OHL netminder selected in the draft. That's something to be freaking proud of, right there for him. Yeah, because the uh, Lennox for yeah Saginaw was very good. I don't know. I don't think he was up for draft this year. Yeah, I think he still got another year. Steve like, and he did really well. <laughs> yeah, like Steve getting this guy because that he Tristan Lennox was incredible. He was that was super impressive. I remember that series, and I I was blown away by that guy. So um, yeah, but to keep our eye on. Congrats to those players. Congrats to the Flint Firebirds. They are building something special there. Um, the barn is fun. The environment's fun. The fans love the freaking team, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for them. I need to see the schedule. I've already been like planning out the games with. Uh, 
I've already been playing out the game. Oh yeah, and trying to figure out what they're games scheduled to out. Play. I think it is. I believe it is. Um, but Muskegon, we're going to first for Flannel Fest. Oh, we have to. That sounds like a blast. They shut down the street. They have like wood carving and stuff. Like they That's go awesome. all out. So uh, nice. we yeah definitely need to do but that. But we'll definitely make it back down to some Flint games. Yeah. It's just cool. I know it's cool for you, like growing up around in Flint and growing up around that team. Oh, uh, but seeing what that team has become, I mean, that's pretty cool. I like that. It's good. It's good. I still need a blue Firebirds jersey. Yeah, uh, I still need a Firebirds jersey. So, uh, but soon. But soon. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about on the podcast today, Brandon? I mean, we hired a goalie coach. Oh yeah, we did. The Tell Griffins. Us. The Griffins hired a goalie. We talked last. Like we talked it was, about this. <laughs> Uh, when we talked about Brian Lashoff getting hired, we are like, yeah, there's probably room for still one or two more coaches, you know, and maybe another assistant and a goalie coach. And then literally the next day, <laughs> goalie hey, coach. here's the goalie coach. It's the podcaster curse, man. They're yeah. going to announce something right after right after you record. This is why we need to record more. More things happen. <laughs> we can put it out in the atmosphere. Everyone today is doing something with Superstitious Podcast recording, trying to get a Debrinket trade announced, and yeah. it hasn't happened yet. And I know Winged Wheels already recorded, and now we're recording. So maybe a nice 2 a.m. trade from Steve Eiserman. It's been a minute. It's not going to happen at 2 a.m. He's done crazier crap before. Yeah, I think this, honestly, I think this trade gets dragged out for another week or two. If my phone blows up at 2 in the morning, I'm just going to say, I'm, no, I'll be happy with three. Well, I don't know if I'll be happy with the result or not. We haven't seen it yet. But anyways, <laughs> back to the Griffins. Back to the goalie coach. So where is this guy from? Where did we get him? What did, What do you know about him? How do you pronounce his name is first and foremost? So it's Rupe Koistinen? Are you sure? No. You sounded pretty confident when you announced that. I, I'm, well, I'm reading the enunciation on the Griffins website as I'm reading it, and it's still... It's tough. You're laughing so hard at me right now. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because you know what? I make fun of you for the pronunciations all the time. You get one. That I'll give you one. <laughs> you left all that in. <laughs> Sorry, but that was the fun. I was like, you did not leave all that in. Of course, I, it was, I laughed so hard <laughs> listening to the edit. I'm like, I, ha- I had it selected to delete at one point, and I was like, I got to keep it. Anyways. So, back to Roops. Roops that we're going with. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, Rupe here. So, he's from Finland. Um, he's been in different Finland youth programs since 2014 as a goalie coach, and nothing on the pro level, which is an interesting move on our part. Kind of concerns me a little bit. Yes, but, I mean, there's youth Olympic medals in his past and um, just a really high accolades from everyone in the hockey world in Flint, or not Flint, <laughs> Finland, two completely different places. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever went to Flint and been like, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Finland. <laughs> This is going well. Um, yeah, this is an interesting move by the team, but at the same time... It's confusing to me. It's confusing, but I kind of get it. Because, like, at the level he was coaching, it's strictly all development. It's all development. It's not continuing to, like, improve the skill that you already have or just, like, maintain it. It's He's strictly developing very young goaltenders, which... We have a plethora of very young goaltenders in the system now to where this kind of does make sense. And at the same time, I think of big-name goalie coaches that are out there and everyone's signed. Like, Do you think there's like a uh, – like what is his style? 
Is it like I don't I, this? So that's the hard. That's the hard part but. with it being like a guy who's done a lot of youth programs over there. It's really hard to find a lot of detail about him. Yeah. All I can really give you is what the Griffins have shared with us. Um, I just find it very odd. I find this to be a weird hire. It's a weird hire. I mean, I don't think it's a long term plan. Uh, I mean, it's goalies are voodoo, man. Goalies, you know, and so are coaches. Coaches are too. And you know, you look to like what management had to say about the hire, and you go to Sean Horkoff, and what did they say about the hire? His actual quote was. We're thrilled to add Rupe to the coaching staff. He brings a wealth of experience developing goaltenders with Karpat, which I think is the name of the team he was with over in Finland. Um, and we're excited to have him here working with our goalies in Grand Rapids. Really it's pretty good memory, Brandon. detailed quote that I'm reading, not <laughs> memorizing. I mean, I can't be like, I'm extremely excited. I'm just, we have a goalie coach. Blah. Kind of. Kind of blah, but so yeah, Rupe. I mean, it's I don't have I'm not like, woo, we got this guy, but at the same time, I don't know enough about him to be like, not a good hire or it's a good hire. I just hope he does well and he's successful. I'm sure he'll have uh, the support of the organization as well. I mean, Kosa worked a ton with uh, Phil Osaire. Yeah. Down in Toledo as well, and he's just you know the organization's goalie coach. He's one of the goalie coaches, and I'm sure we'll see him up here in Grand Rapids, still working with Kosa plenty. As it sounds like we're getting closer and closer to confirming that Kosa will be in Grand Rapids. That's what Horkoff uh, said this week. Yeah, Horkoff had mentioned it during training camp, and I mean, if Osara is up here with this new goalie coach too, and getting him acclimated to the organization, I guess we'll really have to focus on training camp and see. If he's there and try to, I'm sure some people will interview him, um, and we'll at least get to find out more details about this guy. And I'm sure as we do more and more research here, we'll find out more too as we get closer to the season starting. But it's just, it's just happy to see more and more pieces falling into place. Like everything's starting to come together. Yeah, they're not wasting too much time now. Once they announced Dan Watson, the head, the assistant coaches were announced like two weeks after, and now you've got the goalie coach. I think that kind of rounds out his staff. Like his bench. I would say so. He might have room for one more. Mike Maybe. Canoe. You know, I thought about that. No. <laughs> I thought about that after we said that last time, too. And I was like, yeah, you know, we had three with Knubel. Knubel was part-time. We're not going to hire another part-time coach. So it probably is just going to be. If you are if you are looking for a part-time coach, uh, I am available. DMs are open. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Come with a good offer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's funny. We can keep that in. Oh, yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, no, it's it's just good to see the bench get rounded out. And I, it, every time we get another announcement like this, we're just closer and closer to training camp, which means they're closer and closer to the season. And I've never wanted summer to go by so fast. You know who's not coming to Grand Rapids? Um, An ad break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's coming to Grand Rapids right now. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinem.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 467- 
1-800-522-4700. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. T- terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball term. Well, sneeze break, ad break, and we're back. Sneeze break, ad break, and we're back. I love it. Um, Good job, buddy. Good job on that read. Oh, so you said who's not coming to Grand Rapids. Who's not coming to Grand Rapids? Um, Is his name Philip Zadina? His name is Zadina Philip. Yeah. Zadina Philip? Yeah. Not coming to Grand Rapids. So this is... The saga. The saga finally can end... I mean, right? So yes, it's it's done. So, it, Philip Zadina drafted. We were sitting in this house watching him we get drafted. Watched him get drafted. You're right. And I was like, "Who is this guy?" And, and he said he was going to fill everyone else's net with pucks. Yeah, that didn't happen. He did in the yeah. AHL. So, for those that don't know, if you don't know, and you're a Wings fan, and you're found us somehow, I don't know how you don't know yet. Um, the Red Wings earlier this week sent Zadina through the waiver system and he cleared, which did not mean he was coming to Grand Rapids, essentially. Which confused the heck out of me. I had to call Brandon and be like, It confused Wait, all of us. It confused me too. Um, but it basically meant, meant like he had to come into training camp, fight for his roster spot with the team. And if he didn't make it, they would place him on waivers again to come to Grand Rapids. And if he cleared, he would have ended up in Grand Rapids. Now... That all happened. He cleared waivers, and based on Eiserman's press conference, he was ready to give him that shot, watch him work his way in. Um, Eiserman was more transparent with this Zadina situation than any other situation I've seen with this team so far during his tenure as the GM. Yeah, because you got to watch the press conference, right? I did, and when he started talking about, I was at work. This doing is weird. Some too. reporting and whatever. But by the time he started talking about Zadina, I froze because I've never heard him be this transparent. And Eiserman sounded pissed. And I mean, rightfully so. He signed him to this contract, and apparently through his agent, he finds out he wants new scenery. So Eiserman put him on the trade block. No one took him. So we put him on waivers, meaning we will get zero assets back for this first round pick. And nobody took him. And nobody took him. And reports show that he was refusing to report to the AHL if it came down to that, um, which is mind-boggling to me. Is he was very successful in the AHL uh, with the Griffins, and I think if he would have made that step down, could have easily showcased like Verona did last year and ended up with another team. Uh, but. I hate to say this, selfishly he decided he didn't want to go that route. So today the Red Wings put him on waivers for the purpose of terminating his contract. And as a fan that watched him develop here in Grand Rapids to the potential the kid has, this sucks. This sucks big time. I feel 
like he's just going to say checkmate at the end of this. You think so? I think, well... Because <laughs> he's check. Uh, um, yeah. I, all of this is very, very confusing. Very, I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, I feel hurt. I, so last season we got an in-depth look of Steve Eisenman using the waiver system, right? He knows how to use it. He knows how to use it. knows how to use it well. So we watched him drop Vrana through waivers coming to Grand Rapids. We watched him drop Ned down through waivers and then back up and Magnus through waivers. So when I saw that Zadina was being placed on waivers, the timing of it was very weird. And the reason why I say that is because Steve Steve is very calculated when he does media. Very calculated. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very political too when he speaks to the media. And the timing of this was Two hours, I think, two or three hours before his presser. Yeah, he went on waivers at that point, which I mean, that's when waiver claims have to be submitted by, and his presser for the draft just happened to line up to that, and unfortunately stole the show for the presser for the draft. <laughs> I was like, I feel which, so bad. <laughs> I mean, did Steve get to dodge a bunch of questions he might have been asked about the draft? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, but was... Draper took all those. Trust me. <laughs> um, as he as should, he's should. director. Of Player development, well, with the promotion, vice president of player development, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, but he's assistant vice president, assistant, assistant to the GM. assistant regional manager. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, I was trying for that position. <laughs> then this Zadina stuff happens, and like, here's here's where I will give Verana and Ned props. Is Verana's situation is different than Ned and Zadina, obviously, uh, with the going through the assistance program and everything. But he didn't take waivers as this is punishment. You know, punishment. Yeah. He took it as I'm going to go down here, prove myself. And they both did. And guess who's both playing in the NHL next year? Yeah. Verona yeah. and Ned. And Verona did really well when he went to St. Louis. He did extremely well. He's going to do well there. They got a great player. Ned. A change of scenery with what we saw down here. Look at the scenery change from Detroit to Grand Rapids. He played extremely well down here. Went back to Detroit at the end of the season. Played extremely well. They're getting him at the point where he's bouncing back. Pittsburgh might have stumbled upon a diamond in the rough here. Between the two boys, they got both of our guys. Yeah. But, like, they both took it as this development opportunity. And Zadino just was like, I want to get out of Detroit. No. We're not tied with the team that well. We don't know if there's stuff in the background, but again, with how transparent Eiserman was on this, I don't think there was. This seems like a lot of the hostility came from Zadina's side. Yeah, this. What I don't understand is that you don't take the drop to be showcased to be able to. I guess this is where I, I get confused. We know that Steve's been shopping Zadina for months, year, whatever. Yeah. Or maybe he hasn't because he does see Zadina turning into that number one first round draft pick. You know? And I mean he did clearly state that he sees the potential and knows he can get there. He just needs to put in the work. And he did when he uh, the second half of the season. Yeah. He turned it around in Lalone's system and did really well. We saw those glimpses. We saw the self confidence building. We saw Zadina putting pucks in the net. Like yeah. it was good. Like this is what we wanted. So it's confusing to me for him to not want to take the the 
the lesser role and go into the HL, tear it up again like he did previously, if he still has it. Yeah. Make the money that he's owed. But in, in a, with this, is Steve Steve was shopping him. We, we could only imagine Steve's been shopping him previously. Yep. He's got a great contract. Yeah. He's got a good potential. It's a good blue, like, it's a good prospect to be able to move. Yeah. Change of scenery will help. So where I'm heading with this is Zadina goes to him and goes, I, I need to change the scenery. Steve goes, well, there's nothing out there for you. Like, I've, I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, sorry, Philip, but I, I've tried. Okay, put me on waivers. Okay? Nobody picks them up. <laughs> like, we, we, I told you, Philip, like, I've been trying to trade you and trying to get anything for you, but there, there, nobody, will, nobody wants to take you. Okay, well, wave me again and just turn my contract because I'm done. Like, and forego millions of dollars. Yeah, like, the other thing I can think of is he's trying to go back to uh, the Czech Republic to play. Which is going to make less money or about the same as what he is making here. He'll make less, but I I just don't... If you're trying to prove yourself and find your place in the NHL, why wouldn't you take the deal, work your way back into this lineup, show your actual skill, because you have it... Especially on a good Grand Rapids team this year. On a good Grand Rapids team, or even if he makes it back to Detroit... Like, showcase the skill and be a piece that can be moved at the deadline to a contender. Why Why wouldn't you take that gamble and still collect your millions of dollars on your contract that you just signed last year? You know, I think a lot of this advice we're giving, I should take myself. <laughs> you got a multi-million dollar contract on the uh, It's pretty close, Brandon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Working at can't say McDonald's. NASA. Can't say NASA. The FBI. It's NASA. <laughs> Secret NASA. Anyways. The FBI. Uh, yeah, it's mind-boggling. I just, I don't understand. He's a good player. He has a great contract. I didn't want to see him move this year based. I wanted to see him play out the contract, to be honest. I was hoping he was going to go to Grand Rapids because I was going to be so pumped. Oh, my God. I didn't get to watch him as in-depth as you did when he was here. And it was great when he was here. It was so much fun. It was like when Bergie was here. Like it's the same caliber player, with different results in the NHL clearly. But Bergie, he's smart. I'm gonna be sad when if he gets traded. He's not gonna get traded. Shut up. If not it's not speaking. him. It's Lucas. No, it's not. We're not speaking that into existence. Um, this is what we are as podcasters. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, the Phil thing, man. Is this makes. Zero it sense. makes all the sense on Eiserman's side of he tried to do the right thing. Yeah. And clearly it didn't work. And on the, Z- the Zadina side, bro, hope you're okay. Like, I'm great. Not you. <laughs> oh. you're not, your name is not Zadina. I thought you were looking at me. No. <laughs> um, yeah. How do, this... you th- how do you think Dominic Kubelik feels? He's the last show on the team. You think he feels a little bit of pressure? He might get traded, <laughs> released, sent down. You know, he could be part of this debrinkage. That's the. That's what I was. That's where I was this whole hoping. Time. Yeah. Yeah, man, Zadina. This, this. I mean, it sucks. Um, it's really the end of the uh, Ken Holland era of draft picks, too, except for Valeno. Thank God. I mean, and you, Valeno hasn't signed yet. You just, that's that could be a whole other segment of an episode people who haven't signed yet but i don't know what arbitration and all that stuff looks like um 
Yeah. That's like an August thing. That's an August episode. Is it? Yeah, that's an August episode. So, yeah, it's uh, big news. I was excited because I thought he was going to come to Grand Rapids. And then he basically said, nope, not going back to Grand Rapids. Maybe he had, like, bad experience with the restaurants out here or getting lost. I so can I break down every first round pick that Ken Holland had as his ten years as GM? Please don't, because we already were sad enough to last season. You don't want to know? <laughs> Go ahead. I saw this list earlier. Start in nineteen ninety eight. Fisher. Yuri Fisher. Jerry Fisher, yep. Yuri. Yuri Fisher. Not Jerry. <laughs> Jesus. Nicholas Cronwell. Nicholas Cronwell. Starts starts off pretty good here so far. Decent. Jakob Kindle. Jakob. Uh, Brennan Smith. It says McCollum, McCollum, which I'm pretty sure was a goalie. Tom McCollum. Thomas McCollum, yep. That goalie. Panned out well. Um, Riley Shan. Still in the league, I believe. Anthony Mantha. Still in the league. Dylan Larkin. Still in the league. Riley Sheehan plays for Buffalo Sabres. Okay, so Sheehan is still in the league. Good for him. Again, he doesn't score very often. We didn't recognize him much here and there. Well, Buffalo's on the rebuild. Sure. Uh, Dylan Larkin, Evgeny Svechnikov. Still in the league. Yeah. Dennis Chalowski. He's in the AHL now. Yeah, no, no longer in the league. Michael Rasmussen. Still in the league. Big Rass. Michael is what they call him. Joe Valeno and Philip Zadina. That is every first round pick that Ken Holland had as GM of the Detroit Red Wings. So this is a big year because we got rid of. There's only one, two, three. Two, there's two. If Flano signs, there's three. And there's no more bad contracts, right? They've all. No, we're still paying Abdicator for like a couple more years. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the only one though. Um, he deserves it. It it feels like Steve Eiserman's gotten a lot of slack for the past four drafts he's had. And uh, he's already produced more talent in those drafts than these first out of the first round than uh, Ken Holland has. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about that. Because, like, you think first round for Eisman, you know, Moritz Sider. Who? Uh, Lucas Raymond. And then... Um, Simon Edmondson. Simon Edmondson. I mean, right there, you're already doing... Three, better than Kosa. You have, yeah. Who could potentially still make it to the NHL. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't. He's got plenty of time. He's showing more promise at his age than Tom McCollum did. Marco Casper for last year. Yeah. Um, this year you have Nate Danielson and then Sandine Pelka. And we already are very high on Pelka, but after the first after development camp, I'm getting higher on Danielson. Oh, my God incredible skill that definitely is being shadowed by being on a crappy crappy team our team or the no team? weekings <laughs> <laughs> so yeah very uh very interesting very good luck phil hopefully you can figure it out yeah hopefully you if you're auditioning for other nhl gms they uh, you're not looking well right now so it's clearly to go back overseas that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I see he's trying to contract, terminate to to get back over home, to get closer to home. That's the only thing that, that makes sense. It's got to be that. Like, 
don't know. Yeah. Anything else you want to? Anything else? No, that's what. Anything else on your mind, Brandon? Oh um, no! This, this is a short episode. This is you know, this is very short for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, and most podcasts. Yeah, I mean, I I think our plan is to get more out, but shorter. Yeah, we started well, like we said at the beginning, this was the business meeting turned into a recording session today. Yeah. As we tried to figure out what uh, the summer looks like for us, and yeah, we got some plans. We'll have some guests coming on the show very soon. Uh, yeah. To be able to cover some more of the AHL with us. Good but people. This should be fun. Fun people. Fun people. You can yep. assume that we'll have some fun episodes coming up. Uh, we got our forwards recap episode coming at some point here, too. Uh, we got to rework a couple pieces of that because we recorded it about a week ago. So things have, things have changed. No, man, nothing else I want to add for this one. Be on the lookout for what we've got in the works right now uh, as we plan these future episodes. Um, Find us on the new app, Threads. Dude, I'm pumped about this <laughs> app. Like, this new app seems interesting, and maybe it'll be at least a little more stable. Um, but it doesn't mean we're going to stop posting on Twitter as well. We're just going to post on everything as much as we can. Uh, but, yeah, follow us there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We're on there now. Threads, yeah. No, Instagram too. We have both now. Uh, yeah, the next episode will be coming out shortly. Uh, after this one will be the forwards and uh, I'll go from there. And if there's any other breaking news. Yeah, we'll throw stuff together like this if there is. This is just one that we couldn't really fit in anywhere else. And we didn't want to talk about it three weeks later after it had already happened. Uh, the only other thing we could talk about is lineups. You want to share your lineup preview? No, let's do that later. Let's, let's say, go to bed. We need to... F- <laughs> separately yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um no with with stuff like this happens we'll do our best to get stuff out quickly for you guys so uh quick short sweet to the point let's go griffins heck yeah (laughs) um no we'll be back with you guys next week with the forward recap but thanks for tuning in like we said give us a follow on all the fun new platforms and all the old ones and uh everybody have a great weekend love you bye Thank you for tuning in to the Hockeytown West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeytownWPod and your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at BrandonGRHockey. Hockey.